0: wake up it's morning you're dreaming up a story i can hear the way it's going because you're laughing in your sleep on the path to your deliverance and a holy wall of light pouring through your window old news bad I'm news. news fake news I know it. Sometimes you just wanna shut it it all down and get no news at all. With Find the Good News, I I aim to change that by focusing on good people doing good work. I visit with artists, educators, civic and spiritual leaders, musicians, business owners, students, volunteers, and everyday citizens who are using their creativity, resources, and talents to bring hope and happiness to their corner of the world. In each episode, I dig into the hearts and minds of my extraordinary guests. We have street level conversations about relatable things going on in their lives, discover the critical life experiences that shape them, the perspectives that drive them, and the fundamental beliefs that are anchoring them to a path of goodness. There's a lot of news in the world. My name is Orrin Parker, and I'm going to find the good. And I love- I found what was worth, what was good for my soul, and I had to focus on that, and I had to eliminate a lot of people, they couldn't see, like, this is hurting me, it may be doing them good, but it's not doing me good, and they still want to drag me down that road. I have to say, like, I love you, but it's not fun for me, it's just full of chaos and pain, so I lost a lot of friends like that, because I couldn't keep up with their hype, and they're cool. Because I do believe that there are times when you absolutely need it, but you have to look for other resources as well. You cannot just depend on medication. You cannot depend on just counseling to make you better. You really have to continue to work and find what works for you. That may be counseling, that may be a medication, but it may be a combination of those things. It may be exercise. It may be changing your diet. It may be trying some pain therapy. It still affects you and sometimes when I stop and look and see what's going on and see our volunteers loving and praying and you know it makes me emotional too still to this day after eight years eight years ago we were feeding 17 people today we probably did about 800 so far God's continued to provide Sometimes you have to pull the reins back because it can get overwhelming, but what's next? What's next? What's next? You know, wherever you're doing, what's next? How can I make this better? All right, what's next? Yeah, sometimes you just have to, to stop, smell the flowers, live in the moment. The hugest thing with mental illness is to be able to empathize with someone that's suffering with something that you don't have and to be able to understand it and to be able to validate their feelings and their emotions, and that's what these support groups do. If left to, my, my, like, to be alone, I am so naturally selfish that being in a relationship with him has kind of like pushed me to be aware of all the ways that I'm jacked up. In any kind of business, it's about sales, it's about production. I couldn't do it for the sake of meeting a goal or meeting a number. So just be there, be a resource for them. When you talk to people, if you just give people a little dignity, respect, and a chance for them just to speak on a normal basis, ask them how their day is going, but mean it. Most folks take a lot of things for granted. What I really wanted was what I had left behind, to move home and then come back and sell my area to the world. I couldn't have asked for anything more than that. Right now, i can sit there and tell you 100%. I am grateful for every bad thing that happened to me because without all that bad, I wouldn't be able to counsel or help the people that I help. Okay, When I say listen to silence, keep watching what your mind does. It seeks out stillness. And it feels for that moment that even with these things, there's that stillness and that, that peaceful quiet. This is a manufactured crisis. Are numbers increasing because we have more asylum seekers? Yes. They are holding them in Border Patrol stations and treating them awful so that when they're calling back to whatever country they're from and saying, don't come here, you can't deter people who are claiming asylum. If somebody's is claiming asylum and they have to leave their homeland, it's because they really are in dire strait. You know, I want you to want. Put your phone away. I want you to want to have a conversation with the person at the table with you, and laugh out loud and a full belly laugh because you're happy. There's an enormous difference in the dialogue that goes on among theologians of different faith traditions than prayers and meditators in different and uh, different traditions. And you know, when you're down at the level of practice, I think you know you can see much more resonance of the experience between different faith traditions than when you're just dealing at the level of doctrine. It was really just applying everything that I'd learned, handling the logistics, learning how to take constructive criticism and not have a chip on my shoulder. I felt like this is what I'm trying to do and this is what I know Jesus was about. If If you're not like that, then you can get out of my way and watch me help somebody. You have all these gifts, you know, you you turn that aggressive behavior into boldness, that hot temper you got, you can get through to that really tough guy, take that, that, and you flip that, that anger, you flip whatever it is that the enemy said you are. Trying to figure out and move your way through, building new relationships, um, building relationships with the team, building relationships with the children, you know, wanting them to trust me, but knowing that they have no reason to. His willingness to be mindful of and be thankful of everything that he has and all of his friends Mm -hmm. is something that I can honestly say I think I sort of glazed over while he was alive. I feel like whether it was spoken or not, no matter what his suffering was, regardless of how he was feeling, he didn't want you to have to feel that way either. Not only do our six cities and other communities in Calcasieu Parish win when we get people to spend the night, but the entire five-parish region can win when we bring people in and they're spending overnights in Lake Charles or Sulphur or Iowa or Benton, wherever the case might be if you really love that city like you say you do or if you've even just decided this is where i am then you have to be intentional make that decision to say what am i going to do to help improve those parts of that city that pay me now when i was 22 i was arrogant and cocky as hell (laughs) i really was i really was then i had a few life experiences where i got out of my shell musically as an artist My shows got, my Comic Cons, they got canceled, like, super fast. And it was one after the other before we even had to go. So people that are unemployed from this, like, honestly, artists were some of the first ones. So we kind of hit the ground running with it. We were already in, out of the boat, you know what I'm saying? Before other people weren't even believing it, like we were doing it. We end up doing those things because it's all we know, right? But that's why you know, to keep from getting in the cycle, sometimes we gotta look at the circles. So, so ask yourself, who's in your circle? And by looking at who's in your circle, uh, sometimes that other person may have another method of going about it. Let's just get it and be done with it. It's ridiculous to shut everything down. It's a, that's easy for you to say right now because you don't have it. And you're not living with a nurse or a doctor who's going to work every day and killing themselves for 12 hour shifts trying to save people. Look at the whole thing and how you can move forward in the best possible way. How many years have we been going 90 miles an hour? Nobody stops and takes a break. And this is just kind of the earth's way of saying, hey, things aren't moving in a positive direction. We need to step back and look and see what's the best foot to put forward. During this time where the government is telling us, hey guys, there's a pandemic, Like, we have not dealt with this in any of your lifetimes. It is important that you stay home. People are just like, but I'm not going to, though. I'm just not going to. I'm constantly looking for the tapestry within a religion. And I think that if everybody else looked for the tapestry within religion as well and asked questions to people who actually practice those religions, we would make so many strides as a country. It's empowered them, but we can also use that power. And we need to. Because I think if we don't, then it's just going to spiral out of control, and a lot of times that's what I've seen. Yeah. It has. If I see someone who just needs a little bit more encouragement, like, just push it out of them a little bit, you know, try to just be complimentary and, and encourage people to keep trying and keep going. You know, if I'm doing the same thing every day, where is the opportunity to learn something different or grow to where I can even come up with new material from experiences? Like if I'm, you know, experiencing the same exact thing for about 12 hours in a day and I have two to three hours to myself, and usually those two to three hours is watching Chopped and eating dinner and then going to bed, you can only write so many jokes about the Food Network, you know? Our mystical nature has been suppressed for thousands of years. It's part of who we are. It's our birthright. Your spiritual gifts that you're talking about—you were born for that. Why would you have to be ashamed of your left arm? I'm, I'm glad that we're talking about this because it's reminding me about that sense of community and that there are so many wonderful people here that care that are doing what everything they can, you know. And, and that's what I need to focus on. If you go back through the history of the rosary, you know, a thousand years, you're going to find there are periods when the church sort of wakes up to the fact that they've got a full-blown goddess religion living inside of their patriarchal, Christocentric religion. Our founders just apparently could not imagine the culmination of character traits we found ourselves living under. None of them were like that, so they couldn't imagine it in the way people like that can't imagine that other people have altruistic motives. People who want to work on self-healing, who want to enter in this communication, who want to speak the language, part of it is just believing we can and getting started using it and learning it and having successful experiences. I responded in the language of the body and the body chilled. You know, many of us fear darkness and we fear the unknown. And right now in history, there's great uncertainty at this moment. And so we are residing within the unknown, within the darkness. What we want to be able to do is to sit with that because as we sit with that, we make it known. We make the unknown known. So many of us in the West, we're so identified with mind, we think it's who we are. So when we ask the question, like, who am I? The first thing that comes to mind is all the properties of the thinking mind. And that's what gets us into trouble. And when I found the Eastern philosophers, they had recognized the mind as a separate entity. And this goes right through Taoism and Buddhism. They're just so explicit about it. You are not mind. Spirituality in ourselves is because we find a message, and everything that we want in that, all the hard moments, they were supposed to happen because that got us aware that it's time to take action. And when we take action, we taste our strength, we taste our will, and we say, We can't do it. Even those painful experiences have a, a freshness or a rawness to them that can be the gateway to a kind of clarity. Even more so than pleasant experiences, sometimes we we can use any of those things. If you can use even some things as sorrowful as the loss of a loved one as a sort of entrance into a new perspective or a new way of seeing, that's what we call Zen training. But the goal really is how do we how do we push towards progress and make a better place for our kids and and better than how we found it and and I think that is that to me there's hope for because I really see some some light uh, within the young people that I work with as I teach across the country. If you look at a continuum of couples and you have couples who thrive and couples who die and you put them on the continuum, what we find is that all of them have about 10 irresolvable issues. They're different, money, sex, kids, animals, housework. What's different about the people who thrive and the people whose relationships die is how they manage the conflict. Maybe it is life just devouring life. gets so in love with itself It's one big organism and it just continually consumes part of itself to create more life. Nature is like creativity right before your eyes. And so I no longer saw it as good and evil or life and death. It all just became very natural. It's all life flowing into life. So much of what we do is based in fear. We're afraid. We're afraid to make connections sometimes. We are afraid of losing our identity. We're afraid of not having enough to eat. Even in America, we can drill down and live lives of scarcity when clearly that is not the problem. That kind of irrational fear, especially when we don't examine it, really drives a lot of our behavior. When you have puppies, puppies can be fragile. And when they have additional challenges, sometimes sad things happen. When I feel that something like that's going to happen, I know that whatever sadness is to come, I'm gonna get through it just fine. There is gonna be good stuff that comes from it. I won't know it right away. There are gonna be lessons, there's gonna be love, there's gonna be something. So a lot of my clients, they would get so upset when it became clear that they could not rely on their elementary school style of rules and selves. Being polite was not necessarily gonna help them cross that finish line. You may find out that there are parts you that are still attached to core negative beliefs, that it's not safe to be successful. And when you listen to those parts, they all have wisdom. So I expected her uh, to have a bad reaction and sort of blame it on me as if, you know, I, as if anybody could make anybody trans. And I was so scared to tell her. And as soon as I told her, you know, the first thing she said was, everything's gonna be okay. Can't hide from not just climate change, but opioid addiction. 60% of Americans can't come up with $400 if they need it in an emergency. But suicide rate in the USA has gone up 30% since 1999. How tragic is that? Gun violence, we lead the world, incarceration, it's just not acceptable. Because the welfare of all stakeholders influences the overall quality of life in the society. You can't just cordon yourself off, ultimately, in you know, the proverbial permanent gated community between haves and have-nots. We're all in this together, and the welfare of everyone affects everyone. Well. Consider visiting findthegood.news slash donate, where you can help me continue this good news mission from the Louisiana Gulf Coast. I thank you for pressing play and for syncing up with this good news beacon.